The views and opinions expressed on the following program are those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position of Owen TV's management, staff, or board of directors. Hello, and welcome to About Town. I'm your host, Sarah Luxinger, and today I have Matt Pfeiffer. Matt Pfeiffer, how are you doing? Hola, Bueno. I know about 25 words in Spanish, and 20 of them are numbers. So I, I, I know what you said, but I'm not going to respond in Spanish. I know about 25 as well, and 20 of them are swear words. So you got all my non-swear word Spanish Perfect. just now. So you are the owner of Northern Wholesale Flooring, correct? That is correct. And you are also you know, just one of the most popular. Everybody knows who you are. Um, in downtown Lake Orion and Lake Orion in general. So, but, but we're going to back up just a little bit. Where did you grow up? I grew up in a little town in the Midwest called Lake Orion. Oh, where's that? Uh, it's, you know, it's actually quite near here. You'd be surprised. So you are a lifer here. I'm uh, well, I did, t- I did, um, move away for a while, but, uh, once I had children and uh, they were getting to school age. I brought them back uh, and came back to Orion to uh, raise them. And so um, I've been here most of my life. Gotcha. Other than a little break in between. So when did that break occur? That break occurred, um, I graduated from uh, Orion High School, Lake Orion High School, as we call it, uh, back in uh, 1987. And I went away to uh, Western Michigan for a year, came back, uh, rented an apartment over off of Baldwin uh, called Sycamore Creek Apartments, which are still there. Okay. And uh, and uh, I was there for one year, and then I went to Rochester and, and uh, was out of Lake Orion uh, for quite a few years. Um, and, you know, so from when I was 18 till came back when I was, uh, gosh, I don't know, early 30s, uh, came back to the Orion area. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and you, like I mentioned, own Northern Wholesale Flooring. So what made you want to start a flooring business? Well, actually, I didn't start Northern Flooring. I bought Northern Flooring uh, back in 2003. Um, I grew up in a family that uh, was in the flooring industry. Uh, They were manufacturer's representatives, which is what I started out doing after college. And um, I did that up until I bought Northern in uh, uh, really beginning of the 2004 is when I started operating. And, uh, and I've had it ever since. So prior to opening Northern Flooring, what, give us a little elevator speech of your work history. Work history specifically, because yeah. I had a lot of adventures in that period. But work history-wise, I was a manufacturer's rep. I, uh, I worked for my family's company for a year. Uh, and then I hired on to a uh, large carpet manufacturer out of Georgia. And I was an agent, uh, or I'm sorry, a direct rep for them for about three years. And then I, uh, I took a hiatus and I uh, went and traveled the world. Okay, so tell us about that. Um, well, I... Uh, From what you can tell us. Oh, so many stories. So many stories. Um, so I, um, I, uh, I had sold. I was doing quite well. I bought my first house in Royal Oak during that period, that three years. Um, and uh, so I was uh, 21 and 19 when I bought the house. And um, I was doing quite well. I sold Kmart World Headquarters, all the carpeting for the whole headquarters. I sold University of Michigan. In Troy? Uh, in Troy. I sold uh, University of Michigan uh, in both Flint and Ann Arbor, a ton of these uh, carpet tiles. The problem was uh, the carp- the manufacturer I was working for was new to the carpet tile industry. They were a broadloom manufacturer, and they decided to make tile. I went in and was able to secure these sales, which were worth uh, millions of dollars uh, in, in uh, revenue and uh, hundreds of thousands to me uh, back in that era, which was a ton. Um, and unfortunately, uh, they weren't as ready as they said they were. So after those orders, it took me about a year to win the orders. As they started shipping, they started having manufacturing issues. And uh, I got a call from my boss one day. I remember it like it was yesterday. And he said, um, are you sitting down? And I said, okay, what's, what's wrong with Kmart? Cause that was my big baby. And, um, he said, we're having manufacturing issues. We cannot complete the orders and you're going to have to go back to university of Michigan and to, uh, and to, uh, Kmart and you're going to have to undo those contracts and, uh, try and sell them broadloom carpet, which was ridiculous. Broadloom 
you don't know, that's just wide, you know, 12 foot wide or wider carpet uh, made on a broad loom. And uh, carpet. Ah, that makes sense. Carpet tiles are, are became very popular because a lot of systems furniture, especially in that era. And so you could lift the systems furniture up and you could install underneath it, set them back down without having to dismantle them, take them all apart. So that was a very big deal. Um, at any rate, they were having manufacturing issues that cost me, um, you know, upwards of not quite a uh, couple hundred thousand dollars in mm-hmm. commissions that I didn't get. And uh, so that's when I made a decision to change my uh, direction. And I... Um, I started planning a trip, uh, and I didn't grow up in a family of travelers, but um, I, uh, I bought a one-way ticket to Europe, and uh, the, the deal was it was $120 for a one-way ticket, and I had to agree to three cities I'd fly out of, uh, which I picked uh, Detroit, Chicago, and um, uh, the other one was uh, in Wisconsin, I think Milwaukee or something. And, uh, and then I had to pick three cities in Europe that I would land in that I was okay with, and I picked, uh, it was Paris, it was Amsterdam, and it was, um, uh, I'm not sure what the third one was. Going back quite a while, you know, my memory isn't the best. And so um, I got a call one day, and they said, uh, you know, okay, you're, you're, uh, you're flying out in three days. You got to be in Chicago. And uh, so I went to Chicago. I called my boss. I resigned the position. Um, I had rented out my house at that point. And um, I flew to uh, Paris is where I ended up going on that first uh, stop. And I had a backpack and a Eurorail pass and thought I'd go for a car. In fact, I had a girlfriend when I went. I uh, thought I might go for a month or two and see what it's like. And that trip lasted a year. Um, I went, uh, ended up going all the way around the world uh, um, and uh, had uh, quite a lot of adventures. Uh, it was actually a little more than a year. I was uh, about 38 countries on that one trip. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, just uh, one of the best things I've ever done in my life. So one of my, one of my lessons I try to teach my kids or when I see people down and talk to them about is um, sometimes at that time, that was the worst thing that had ever happened to me in my life. And I had had some pretty tough things, I'd say, at that point. But that was one of the worst, we'll say that. And um, looking back, I am so thankful that it happened to me. It was the best thing that happened to me, losing uh, those sales, losing that money. And, um, I, uh, found my, my real passion, which is travel and, uh, besides, you know, community and family. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I've been, uh, I've had the travel bug ever since. And, um, that led to other adventures and other trips and, um, yeah, it's, it's been a good run. My grandparents were big travelers. Uh, and then I, you know, try to get my husband and I out of the, out of Michigan or out of the country every year, uh, of course, past year has been difficult but my nanny my paternal grandmother uh told me once when i was really little uh travel is not a luxury it's an education and that has stuck with me ever since so i am also a huge traveler maybe one day we can go i don't know hike some some mountains out in europe i love it i do like hiking as well i've always wanted to do the um machu picchu trail yeah in fact um well chris barnett's just flying back today from there um and uh um, I was down close to there a few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago now. I was in Colombia, but um, yeah, I uh, there's there's not a country that I've been to or a city that I didn't love in some way or another. There's mm-hmm. some I love more than others. Um, travel is uh, it's just amazing. It's I, I love to go out and meet people. I love to get off the beaten trail. I do go see some of the tourist sites in in uh, the big uh, countries and cities. But um, I love to go find the locals and hang out where they hang out, go to their bars, go to their restaurants, their groceries, um, their beaches, whatever. And, uh, boy, you're right. It is a, it's a true education. You learn more about uh, the world. And, and I would say, as cheesy as it may sound yourself, as you uh, go and explore, you get to kind of change your perspective. a bit. Well, when you start talking to people from other countries and seeing how other people live, you realize that you're not as different as the news or as, you know, borders or anything try to make it look or make you feel. I feel like when you start talking to other people, I, I lived over in um, Edinburgh for oh, a term. Loved Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. That, that uh, and wow, what great bars. They had those underground bars oh. where, which were old horse paddocks underneath. And then uh, I remember, I remember like three in the morning after maybe a, a few pub visits, Lane and looking up at Edinburgh Castle, which is lit up um, so beautifully, and uh, and just laying there, uh, and that was fairly early in that first trip, uh, maybe a, a month or, or so in, and just you know kind of go, 
wow, this is unbelievable. It was, uh, yeah, Edinburgh is quite a place. Oh, yeah. And the, it's one, I, I, I talked about this last week too with uh, uh, Ken Van Porfleet, but it's one of the top. Oh, that must have been an exciting interview. <laughs> Just kidding, Ken. I love Ken. Um, it was actually. It was one of the top. Uh, Edinburgh is one of the top ten places to go for New Year's. So we went. Never heard. Yeah, would have thought that. And we ended up meeting up with some uh, Australians. They were around our age, a little younger. Oh my God, they can. They this couple could party. We were out to like four a.m. Oh, I love the Aussies. Uh, yeah, but uh, behind the um, castle were the fireworks. So you're standing on um, Princess Street and then looking at the castle and all of a sudden it's just, it looks like it's exploding, but it's, it's just amazing. I have a video. I'll try to find it and show you some other time, but I'm, I'm not going to just go grab it and like scroll right now. It's no, would you please? Far. Yeah. Oh, you mean, know I'll, I'll try and fill the time. Hold, hold I, on guys. I, um, might, I might be able to come up with a little bit to say, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, um, those kinds of memories. It's, I, I have a horrible memory with a lot of things. Like I run into, you know, I do feel like I know a lot of people around town, but and I'm honestly, Sarah. I won't thank you because I, I didn't want to embarrass myself again. Um, I tell people when I meet them, I said, listen, I'm going to forget your name. And, I, and I'm not saying that because I'm proud of it. I'm just saying it because I'm an idiot. I will not remember your name. And it'll take me, uh, you know, five, six, seven times of running India, probably hanging out before that starts sinking in. And um, but what I do remember and I have, uh, you know, I remember tragedies real clearly uh, uh, that have happened. I remember, you know, days like like they were yesterday, like I can I can just see them. You can see, I don't know. Well, yeah, you can see him. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you, you can see him remembering right now. I forget. I forget that there's a camera sometimes there. Um, the, uh, but I remember those experiences from travel mm-hmm. and the way that you felt in those times, um, the people, the way um, I, I have so many incredible memories from travel and uh, it's another gift from it. Cause you know, somebody who doesn't remember maybe a lot of details sometimes um, those are, those are my, uh, they're just always there and they're always, you know, part they're part of who I am and, and I'm sure you and, and any of us that, that share that passion yep and you're right I don't remember names and I don't remember a lot of things that uh you know mundane things but travel yes and experience is yes uh okay so let's move on because we could have probably I a whole yeah. whole pot no i I am doing this um for the viewers not so much for the podcast but we're gonna move on you mentioned that you have some kids and I've met Liam Yes. Such a nice guy. He's Just a, such a nice guy. Yeah, he's a good kid. And but you have... Young adult. Young adult, yes. 22. Wow. My daughter's 21, Paris. Paris. Spoke to her this morning. We FaceTime uh, periodically. She's in nursing school and uh, just uh, loving it, so that's super cool. Yeah, congratulations to her. Yeah, yeah. And what's Liam up to? Liam is... Uh, he works... He's a full-time employee at Northern Wholesale Flooring, and, uh, you know, I tried to keep him away from the business. He's still in school. Uh, in fact, he's going to get his associates this summer. He's, like, two classes away from that. Um, but uh, the more... I, I wanted to keep him away from the business because, uh, first of all, retail is changing, and uh, it's not changing for the better. Retail mm-hmm. is uh, is something that uh, our society is starting to look past, and with uh, the tech world and, you know, buying things on computer and big box stores and all that have kind of taken over. So I've tried to keep them away from it up until we, I made the adjustments in the business model and uh, did the move. And then I kind of brought him in full, full time. And he's, uh, we couldn't do it without him at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he's working with us full time and finishing up school. And uh, he's out looking at, he's been looking at houses, which if you know anything about the market right now, that's not going great for him for an entry level house. So. Right. Um, I had but, Tracy uh, Woodrum on a couple weeks ago and she's, she's such a sweetheart. Love her. And I heard tea with Tuesday or tea with tea, tea with on, Tracy, tea with Tracy with, yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. I've done one of those. She wants, uh, we've talked about me going back and doing that. She's just, she's a sweetheart and uh, a lot of fun. She's yep. a good girl. Uh, so you are also very, very involved with the community. Uh, you do real men of Orion you do a today I asked if you would be on this podcast and you're like, well, what time is it? Cause if it's in the morning, I'm delivering food this morning. And I was like, no, no, it's that one. And you made it work. But so tell us some tell, well, first tell us about the, the food delivery. That yeah. You do. Well, mostly most of what I do with the food truck, um, is, uh, not delivery. It's loading cars. And I kind of help, um, uh, Julia Dalrymple and, um, 
John Delkey kind of run things there, and uh, I kind of help them and fill in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we've done that, I think, as a, as a group or as a community. I think we're at about 56 or 58 weeks of uh, Forgotten Harvest food truck. Uh, originally, it was starting in one parking lot. Now we do it at Woodside. And um, people line up every Monday, uh, and it's no questions asked if you need help with food or if your neighbors, family, friends do. Uh, it's no questions. I mean, they ask, you know, how many families you're picking up for and, mm-hmm. you know, your uh, basics. But um, and then we load them up with uh, with food. And so I do that. And then Julia um, specifically delivers. We have a, a, quite a few community members that will deliver to multiple families. And so I deliver when um, when there's families that need it. People reach out to me and ask me to go. I did last week. I had some this week. I didn't have any. Um, but, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of humbling. Uh, to see, um, you know, all types of people from all, uh, all areas, you know, within our area that come and line up every week uh, to get food, to help uh, feed their family. And so um, love being a part of it. Uh, and it's, you know, good camaraderie. A bunch of volunteers do that. And uh, so that's every Monday. If anybody needs food, 9 a.m. Uh, Mondays, you should line up a little earlier than that if you want to get through it quick. And uh, just bring your car, and if you have neighbors or other families you want to pick up for, you just you can do that at the same time, and um, we'll get you set up with quite a bit of food. It's it's pretty awesome, uh, and sometimes interesting. We all get excited. We see today they had uh, bacon filled, bacon stuffed waffles. They had bacon and cheese in them, which I'm a kind of a weird eater. I don't. I'm a vegan these days, so I don't eat that. But um, they look darn good, and uh, everybody was like, oh, these look good. And there's cookies today. What else do we have? We have peppers, cucumbers, tomatoes. Uh, we have these dry boxes with all kinds of dry goods in them. We had um, milk, eggs. Uh, there was uh, peppers, hot peppers. Uh, so just kind of a wide variety of foods. And, um, yeah, we load people up, and they just keep driving. Although today I got my, I did get run over by my foot. So, yeah. Yeah. Just, just... It's okay, though. I didn't. I didn't break anything. It was, uh, it was the first time for me. It's our second uh, foot uh, run over uh, since in 55 weeks. That's pretty good. When you yeah, that's, about... that's decent. Yeah, that's bad. So, um, yeah. Do you have, like, the sign so many days since our last um, yeah. accident? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably in the biggest cause for that sign having to be reset on a regular basis. But you know. uh, Okay, so we're, you, you threw in the vegan. We'll, we'll get to that because uh, I actually have a question for you about that regarding beeswax. So start thinking about that. But – also, answer, uh, give us a little bit of, of a background on, I keep on saying the Real Men of Lake Orion, but it's the Real Men of Orion. Yeah, so um, so the other charities, you know, I, I've, I've been pretty heavily involved, I'd say, in, in community and charity since the founding of my business. Uh, before that, I did different things, but I am um, I'm just hugely proud to be from this uh, community, and I love our community. Um, I do think we have one of the best communities on the planet, and... Uh, um, I really do. Uh, it's a and he's been places. He's yeah, seen I, things. I have. Uh, and I love, and I still want to go see places, but this is home and this will always be my home. Um, so, you know, uh, really, I, I, I realized a long time ago how easy it is to help. And, mm-hmm. and some of the first things I did were somebody went to school with their daughter had leukemia. She needed, um, they needed help. And mm-hmm. they were living on subfloors. Uh, they didn't even have flooring in their home. So that was one of the first things when I first bought the store that we did. Um, and uh, there was a whole movement that came around that to help. Unfortunately, the young girl uh, passed away before we could get the makeover done, which we still did it after. And um, uh, that one, uh, and and um, one of the first ones also uh, was packages for the troops. I uh, worked with the Plower family, which is a wonderful, wonderful family here in Orion, and there's thousands of them, it seems like. Um, and uh, they lost uh, Raymond Plower in, uh, in the war in Iraq, and uh, he was uh, killed by a roadside bomb. And so in honor of Raymond, we did packages for the troops for, we did that for about seven, six or seven years. And uh, we would pack up at Northern, we'd do the drop-offs, we'd raise money. And, uh, and then we had soldiers serving, even friends of Raymond's that were still in country serving overseas. And they, we were, they were involved. Like we had one year, um, oh, I'm gonna, his name's going to escape me, and I'm sorry because he's not, he doesn't live in Michigan, but I know he tunes into Orient stuff. But um, he actually uh, delivered in a, in a Santa Claus suit to the troops on the front lines our packages. And we put notes honoring Raymond and all those packages because, you know, we're really trying to keep Raymond's memory alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the family was just, uh, I mean, I get goosebumps whenever I uh, talk about it because they're, 
just amazing people. And, um, so, um, so we did that and, uh, you know, that was pretty easy for me to do quite frankly. Some of this, you know, we just, I just said, Hey, well, how about if I start talking about it on social media, which I do a little bit, if any of you follow me, you have quite um, a following. Um, yeah. Um, and, uh, and so we just started doing that and, uh, we, we sent, uh, thousands and thousands of packages. In fact, it came to the point where the post office would come to us to pick up our packages on a Sunday so that we could, could process it better. Um, so that was incredible. And then it just led to other things. Real Men, you asked about. Mm-hmm. So Real Men Wear Pink is a uh, national charity. Um, it's uh, through the American Cancer Society and uh, through their Making Strides division. And, and the focus is on breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, so October is uh, Breast Cancer Month. And uh, that's uh, the month where we really try to raise the profile of the disease to make sure people understand it so that women get checked, men get checked. Uh, because it does hit, um, you know, both women and men, obviously much more women. Um, and, um, and then we raise money uh, to help those families fighting it. And I'll be honest, it was one of my initial gut was to say no to that one when they asked me. They, uh, the Cancer Society came to me because they saw that I'm involved in the community and they wanted to do uh, Oakland County, which mm-hmm. it was going to be new to Oakland County, which it was five years ago. So we've done it five years. And, um, and I, the reason I said no is, quite, quite frankly, I have, I have my, my uh, concerns about big charity. Um, big charity to me is um, a lot of money does get used for overhead and for those things. And so I kind of have these mixed feelings about it. But after doing it the first year, which I said yes to, and I won the first year. It was the biggest fundraiser in Oakland County, which was kind of cool. That's not very surprising. We've had a, we've had a couple of those since. Um, but um, the... Uh, um, after going through that process, uh, and so many people came up to me and told me their story and how the Cancer Society um, and, and our efforts directly helped them as they were battling or as their family was battling uh, the cancer, that it kind of brought me in the fold and said, all right, this is going to be my one big charity thing. Um, I try to, everything else I try to do is I know that everything I raise or that, that, that is part of it goes to the people. And that's where food truck or the shoe thing we're doing right now or um, the, the coat drive and food drive, those things that, that you guys see me do, um, those are all right here for our community, and they're very tangible. They're very, there's no overhead in those. It's just grassroots people helping their neighbors. What's the shoe thing? I love shoes, so that caught my attention. Well, so um, somebody, you know, one of the great things when you do kind of what I do um, is people reach out to you, mm-hmm. and they say, hey, can you help? And I say yes um, most of the time. I did just say no to dancing on the Dancing with the Stars or something, but I said maybe next year. Like um, the, the, the I'm a horrible dancer, and I knew it was going to take a lot of time, and I was going to – I had the trip to Columbia coming up. I just didn't – if I was going to do it, I better learn how to freaking dance, and I can't dance. So uh, that is not a strength of mine. I mean, I get a few drinks in me. I might think I can dance, but I cannot dance. I've seen those videos. Um, and uh, if anybody has them, do not share them. So, uh, uh, actually, uh, please do – there might be a reward involved with that. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. So the shoe thing. The shoe thing. So the shoe thing, the way somebody reached out to me, basically the way it works is people have been donating shoes to and dropping them at different businesses. We've, we've uh, had uh, Bill Kokinas has picked up, I think, three huge loads from me now, and we've got one more. We're doing it till the end of the month, uh, so it'll be pretty quick by the time this is out or whatever. But um, the shoes that are donated go to a charity that pays for the shoes. That money that they pay um, – goes to scholarships at Lake Orion High School, mm-hmm. so that's cool. And then the shoes actually get sold very inexpensively, and that's uh, where the money transfers, uh, to um, entrepreneurs in third-world countries that uh, create businesses by selling those shoes. So we're looking for gently used or new. I'm, I'm actually writing this down because I will drop off some shoes for you. Awesome. I um, appreciate it. Um, yeah, just during the northern hours, or a lot of people leave them outside the door if it's when we're not open. Um, and, uh, we've, uh, we've been pretty successful and it. it's been kind of cool. So it's a double, I, my favorite charities are ones where there's, uh, multiple winners in it. And with that one, you know, you've got the, you know, we're helping people overseas. We're helping our, our high school kids and, um, and we're helping See, I'm, you guys I'm clean out writing your closets. My, I'm literally, I'm literally writing down drop off shoes. I, I believe that's what it says. Although I honestly can't read it from here, you know, between my eyes and your, your, you know, I don't cursive who writes in cursive. Anymore? It's not cursive. It's just. Oh, well, it's, 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 like it's, it's chicken scratch. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's bad. It's much clearer than mine. So it's a good thing. It's you writing, not me. Okay. So it goes local, um, goes uh, the proceeds from most of the organizations. It seems that you're involved in 
help out locally and then also have a, a bigger um, spectrum too. They, they help. It depends on the charity. Yeah. And then some of these things are just, you know, somebody reaches out and says, Hey, I've got a family. We've done a lot of uh, uh, Detroit families for Christmas the last few years. And they were pretty sad stories. And um, I put the word out and we were able to fill some freezers and, and get people um, get gifts, like fill actual gift lists for kids that uh, I went down and uh, with my kids and we uh, took stuff to these homes and, um, you know, we're very blessed. If we live, if you live here uh, in Orient, if you live here in, in our country, you're, you're one of the luckiest 5% on the planet or 10% depending on your perspective. And um, if you live in our area of, of Michigan, you are um, again in a very, very high, uh, we're lucky people. And so you go and you see how, you know, people um, in our own area, you know, within miles of us or, you know, 50 miles, 20 miles, 30 miles, how they're living, um, it's, it's always humbling and it always is, um, it's a motivator. Mm-hmm. And when you see the faces of um, the beneficiaries, I mean, I've gotten uh, um, the best hugs I ever get are from, from people we're helping. Um, one of my favorite stories, sorry, I'm all over the place, but was um, Q, uh, Quintavia, I think, but we, uh, we called her Q. So we were helping Q's family because they were dealing with some challenges and she's all, she was in her like 21 and she had a baby, but she had to take care of her eight or nine siblings because there were no parents uh, uh, there for a while that were able to help. And they had nothing for Christmas. We got them a Christmas tree, gifts, all that. And it was awesome. And the community, again, it was all of you um, that rallied to help. Um, I'm more of a voice uh, um, and and try to bring people the resources together and to make sure these things happen. Um, So we helped them get through that and made a huge difference to this family. Even today, the family is in a lot better place than they were. and, And Q will say that. Um, but then, uh, Q came out when we were doing real men of Orion mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'll, I didn't give you that description, but real men of Orion, real men wear pink in front of my store. I was doing the chair where I'd camp out for a day or two or whatever. And, uh, last year before last, we had a huge party out. We had, um, uh, Mike Leslie from Candlebox was jamming with us in the pink chair. We had a bunch of other musicians out there. We were up till four in the morning. We had a bar set up. Sorry. Um, You're partying like Aussies Sorry, now. Toth. And, uh, yeah. Well, I lived down there for a little bit, too. That's a fun little country. Um, so uh, they, uh, they we she's teaching us how to line dance at 3 in the morning out in front of the old northern building, which I, I sold to Beaumont. Um, and we uh, and she's teaching us line dancing. And just, you know, it was because she was in such a better place. And life was good. And, and it just kind of, it's awesome. You make connections. You um, And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I feel very lucky. Um, and that's why I believe it's our responsibility, um, as businesses and as community members to give back to those around us that need help. And, um, quite frankly, you know, there's a lot of businesses I, I frequent and support and you see me support on social media and I'm, I'm kind of picky how I do that too. And, mm-hmm. and some people ask me, well, why don't you ever come to our place or whatever? And I don't want it to ever come off the wrong way, but my belief is, um, I'm going to support the businesses that I see giving back to our community because I think as a business owner, that's our responsibility. The community gives us whatever I've been able to do to put my kids in college and buy a home and, and have a, a good life is because of my community. And so um, if I see a business that isn't giving back and I try to reach out to all of them and mm-hmm. I've probably reached out to every business at least once to ask. And if they say no, or, you know, we don't do that, um, then I don't bug them again. Uh, but then you'll see the ones that I'm hanging out at are the ones that support almost everything that I that I bring in or they support their own efforts to help and give back. And um, I just think that's how we, I'm not a big believer. I know uh, you and I have talked a little bit about this stuff. I'm not a big believer in uh, big government. I'm a believer in uh, community helping itself, um, and that's our responsibility. And I think we do it way better than government. The money doesn't get line the pockets of the politicians and the lobbyists, it, uh, it stays right here and it goes to help those in our community. And so those are the businesses I support. Those are, um, uh, and that's kind of how I think we make a better community. And I think that's why our community is so great because so many of our businesses do give back and yep. stay involved. I, I would agree with you. There's always something going on and it's people like you who make it very easy to get involved, uh, and be able to give back. So thank you for that. I remember uh, when I first opened, within the first couple months, you came in and introduced yourself to me. And I, I, I'll i never forget that. Uh, it's, you know, there's certain times when you start a business and you open your doors for the first time. There's things that you do actually remember that are important. And then, you know, there were a couple people who came in 
and you were one of the first and you introduced yourself to me and you were talking, um, you know, about downtown, if I needed any help, if, you know, gave me your number, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't know who you were at that point. Cause you probably just thought I was a freak. Who's this weirdo? No, 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 no. Cause I had gone to Northern. We went to Northern flooring to look at some flooring options before. So I, I knew who you were, but you know, I wasn't really part of downtown before when I was working in Livonia and St. Clair Shores. I, we, we, I was commuting three hours a day. I wasn't going. And on the weekends I would, well, I'd still be working, but, uh, so I didn't really know a lot of people downtown. And, uh, I remember going over to Nuts About Chocolate and talking to Tina. I'm like, who's this Matt Pfeiffer guy? He seems really nice. Uh, she said, oh, Matt Pfeiffer. And then she filled me in. So, and then, uh, you know, it just seemed like everyone knew who you were. And I, and I started to um, get on the Matt Pfeiffer train. But um, I remember. <laughs> Thank you. So I was my my shop net was next to Wine Social for the first year and a half. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and it looks gorgeous. They, they did a fantastic Reno in there. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, I don't know if I've been by there since. Yeah, uh, you should probably go check uh, it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, but I remember after closing up one day, Brad, my husband, and I went over, and we were sitting on the deck. This is before they renovated the deck, and you were wearing all pink, and I did not know about. That was a sight. Um, I mean, sneakers, pants, shirt, hat. And no one else at the table was wearing pink. I, I, I forgot who you were with, but I think you were waiting for people to come. And I just looked at Brad. I'm like, what? That's Matt Pfeiffer. I want to introduce you, but I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's wearing. I, I, don't, I don't get the outfit. It took like me a week. So for a week, I thought that's just how you dressed. Yeah, I'm very flamboyant. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> oh. And then I found out that it was actually for the uh, real men wear pink. So it's a really good vodka, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I brought it special for you. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so now is time to. Oh wait, oh before I ask you the three random questions, you're vegan. What do you feel? What are your thoughts on beeswax? What's that? <laughs> Apparently, there's a big um, debate about whether or not beeswax can be considered vegan. Okay. Or it's, it's, I think the default is that it's not considered vegan. All right. Well, um, I don't really, I'm not, I, when people ask me about the whole vegan thing, um, it's newer. I mean, I, I guess seven, eight, nine months now. So it still seems new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I say that I'm not a principled vegan. And I only say that because. I didn't become vegan because I wanted to save the planet or because I wanted to um, to save animals. Um, I did it because I wanted to improve my health. That was the original thought. Now, I will say, and I used to, by the way, <laughs> I, I used to make fun of vegans. Um, I mean, I, I was, I'm a meat eater, man. I, you know, what are you kidding me? That's why, why meat's here. Um, I will say that um, it, I've changed a bit. Um, I watched a uh, seaspiracy. If you haven't seen that, it's a, I, I think I'm saying it right, but it's on uh, Netflix and, um, it's not, it's not going to make you feel happy. Uh, but I watched that, I, um, Joe and I were talking about the, uh, the octopus, my best friend, the octopus or whatever. I think that's what it's called. Octopus teacher. Yeah. And I watched that and, uh, and, um, you know, you start seeing things like that and, uh, but the seaspiracy, you kind of, it's hard not to, to, to question the other stuff. So I'm I'm um I'm a an admitted pretty conservative person fiscally and defense wise. Socially I'm liberal, and uh, and I, I don't get that one from you. No, no, uh, and uh, yeah, I think we're we're free people. We should be able to do what we want. Um, but um, but the, I I'm now I'm 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 sometimes conflicted as to why. So at any rate, like if I go on vacation, I was down in Colombia, um, and they have a lot of great seafood down there, and I ate seafood while I was there. Um, and, uh, every once in a while I'll have a little cheese on a pizza or something. So I'm not like, uh, but yeah, I try to, that's very rare. Um, I like it. I feel better. I'm healthier. I don't think Good. that's what you ask. And I don't have an opinion on the beeswax thing. I don't know. I guess I'll have to think about it. Um, I don't think I, I would have to know, I guess, if I really wanted to make a decision on how I feel about it, are the bees harmed by us taking the wax? Bees are important to our country, to the planet, um, and to the world, uh, which is the planet. So that's redundant. Um, and so if it were, if there was something that showed me that it was a hindrance to that, that might 
um, make me think, okay, well, that's something I would avoid too. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same token, um, I'm not going to judge anybody for what they do. Um, that's not my place. And um, I still don't know what I, I don't know if I'm going to be a vegan forever. Um, although it's, I thought it was going to be really hard. And I have to say, it's really not that difficult. And, and I, it's not like work. And I, I've gotten a little looser in terms of some of the things, like I wasn't eating oil at the beginning. And um, that kind of got a, a vegetable oil, not, not meat oil. Um, that's a thing. Oh. Um, but uh, at any rate, uh, so, yeah, that's what I do eating-wise now. And uh, beeswax, I don't know. So are, are there a <laughs> lot of booze that you can, uh, that you can drink? That's, I, I know that some wines might not be vegan. I have a friend who's vegan uh, for just... <laughs> all the reasons why you said you weren't a vegan. She's a vegan for those okay. reasons. Yeah, I don't know. I drink whatever alcohol that I feel like drinking, and I didn't really tie any of it to, to animals, so now I'm going to have to start thinking that through. I mean, usually for me, it's vodka, tequila, which I know those come from plant. I don't think they're using animals but to But the make tequila them. has a little worm in there to... Not the ones I've had, although, okay. um, you know, I, I probably... Uh, that wouldn't freak me out uh, either you know, way, mm-hmm. but I'm, I haven't found any with worms. I haven't looked for it. Um, and, uh, well, and it would be really bad if beer. they said it wasn't supposed to have a worm in it and it did have a worm. Well, see, to me, that's, that would actually be, that, that would be more intriguing. I'd probably want that one. <laughs> I can't drink tequila anymore anyway, so. Well, okay. we'll just leave that there then. Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Um, okay. <laughs> By the way, thanks for being on. <laughs> thanks for what? Being on today. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, great. Anytime. So what, now, what is this? Is, are we going to play cards? Yes, um, fifty-two pickup. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not a good participant in that. I'd love to watch you fling them around, <laughs> but you're on your own after that. So this part of the interview, I pick out three random questions uh, for you, and then I'll let you like I'll pick one out and let you read, and I'll answer one as oh. a thank you for being a participant with the random question. That's the thank you. Is you yes. answering a random question? I will Do I answer. Get to pick that one. Yes. But I will pick out three. And it's quite a process. I know. I'm like, I feel like this is legit. Like, you guys, I don't think she thought these through or is trying to trick me in any way, unless she has little bumps on it or something that she can feel in any way. I have little notes that say, like, if they're a serious question or a neutral question or a a truly random question. Super serious. Super serious. Um, what's the meaning of life? Oh, wow. No, no, that's not one of them. Don't answer that one. That's not one I of them. I will answer it. Might take me a few minutes. But well, every, think about it. But there's no answers that don't take me at least a few minutes. I've right. noticed. That's okay. We got, we got all the time in the world. <laughs> all right. So, random question number one for you. Okay. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? The best piece of advice I've ever received. I'm trying to, be, as I mentioned, the bad memory thing. So I'm trying to remember something truly specific. It doesn't have to be the best, but the one that comes to mind um, quickly. I think that uh, <laughs> nothing, as you can tell, nothing comes to mind quickly. Well, you, um, you, you, you gave really good advice to your kids. The um, and that's the best advice I've given because yeah. I think it's so important for all of us. Um, you know, I think uh, I know I've heard this from people and I can't think of specifically who, but to live. Mm-hmm. Um, I am um, I, I believe in, in living every day and uh, and I try to remind myself and I love being reminded of it. And sometimes it's it's things that happen. Unfortunately, a lot of times it's the tragedies, which we've had a couple that I know you and I have talked about uh, recently in our community. And um, when those things happen, that to me is is somebody giving me advice saying, what are you doing? Where are you at in your life? Are you, um, if you died today, not that I want to, but could you be, would you be happy with what you're doing, where you're at? And, um, and I try to keep that in mind every day. I try to really make sure that, you know, um, that I'm, I'm focused on experiences, on, uh, on helping others and trying to make a difference, um, and to set a good example. Um, so that, uh, um, and I, I, I do that, but I'm also, a, I'm a bit of a train wreck. I mean, I'm, 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 I am, I'm, uh, I'm an open book. Um, I'm, uh, brutally honest. And, uh, and I 
I am glad that I'm like that, but it's not always easy. So you actually tell the truth when somebody asks you, does my butt look good in these jeans? Uh, well, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, no, I, I do, but I might, I might, I might, I mean, you might read something. No, I'll say it. I'll, I might not say it as directly as yes. I might say, you know what? I think those jeans are perfect on you. Or mm, mm, maybe, maybe we should try a different size on. So, but I, in, in general, I just, I just don't, I, um, I just like to, to be, I think authentic is a word that I like. It's probably overused. Um, but I, I, I try to be that. I try to be um, what I say and who I say I am. Um, I don't know who I say I am, but I try to just be real and live my damn life uh, the way I, I feel is the right way. And, and uh, I don't really care a whole lot about what people think. Um, and that served me pretty well. That's something I'm learning with age. To, to, stop, to start doing what you think is right and stop caring so much about what other people think. Yeah. That's a hard lesson to learn. It's a hard place to, like, get to. It is, but, boy, what better example to set for your kids, number one, and, and, um, and what better way to truly be, be true to yourself. I mm-hmm. mean, if, we, if, we're, if, we're, if we're not behaving or doing exactly what we feel we want to do in a, in a moment, then what the hell are we here for? Because mm-hmm. um, uh, as you and I know, and as we all know, is um, – None of us are promised tomorrow. And we see that all, I mean, this year has been a, a, a really tough reminder of that. Um, but, uh, and, and going through COVID has been a reminder of that. You know, you see people dealing with COVID differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and judge me or not, I, I didn't stop living through COVID. The first couple of weeks I locked down, I don't know if you remember, I opened my business early um, saying I'm, I'm, I disagreed with the governor. And, and I was right, by the way. Um, and I opened up early and that was good for my business and good for my family. And I think good for my community, but, um, I'm, I'm going to do what I think is right. And, uh, and I'll deal with those consequences. But, um, um, that's why we're here to, to live our life, not to live somebody else's. And just as a really quick off topic question, not really that off topic, but have you noticed a lot of people getting flooring and for doing renovations and stuff? I, I, I have noticed, uh, you know, my friends have been talking, they're doing a lot of renos at their homes because, well, they're doing home offices and stuff. Yeah. Have you noticed a, a huge big, our business is extremely, um, strong right now. Good. And, um, and, and, you know, part of it, I mean, I can't tell you how many people came in, come in still and say they came in or are coming to buy from me because they see what we do in the community, mm-hmm. which I, I love. Cause I, I think, uh, that's the way, that's the way the world should work. Um, I have a lot of people that have come because they saw that video. It, it was shared uh, 30,000 uh, times, um, or it was viewed. It was viewed over 30,000, um, not shared that many. And, um, and a lot of people came in and just said, we're here because we saw that you took a stand and, uh, and we agreed with your stand and we're here to support you because of it. So um, business has been extremely good. We changed our business model and I, I cut out uh, labor as part of my business model. We still do it, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't make any money on it. So I lowered my revenue by about 38% in doing that. And uh, we haven't missed a beat. It's been incredible. Uh, you know, uh, so, um, yeah, we're really, really uh, blessed. I like the new space, too. Thank um, you. I'm still, you know, we're not, uh, you might see some more tweaking in the near future. Um, but, um, you know, I wanted to cut our overhead. When I sold the building, a lot of people thought I was crazy. Well, retail's changing. And uh, what I found is... Um, the best way that I could remain relevant and keep our business as a uh, number one flooring store in Oakland County mm-hmm. um, was by, uh, by changing with the times. I, 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 you've got to always be reevaluating our, our lives and our businesses. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I had to change the model up and um, it was a hard decision. Uh, but again, God, so glad I did it. It's been, it's been, it's been wonderful. And um, quite frankly, I, my life's better too. So it's a win-win. Well, you're always so, you're the, yes, I'll participate. I've done a couple of videos downtown with um, some of the other businesses. Yeah, and those are fun. Yeah. You are always like game. And I love that. I love that about you, man. You are as well. I love that about you too, Sarah. I'm glad we became friends. And you know what? So you, you remember when I came and talked to you that first time, uh-huh. I was thinking of like Jordan uh, uh, Knudsen, who's now one of my real men. Um, uh, it sounds, you know, real men of Orion. It might sound a little off. And uh, him and I met the same way mm-hmm. when he was opening the store, the first store, which I ended up partnering with him for a while um, in the store when he was where next to what was Lockhart's, which is now through and three. And it's where the Pilates studio is uh, yep. 
uh, wonderful people, Lindsay and Greg. Um, so when he did it, I just went up and said, hey, uh, new to the neighborhood, love to meet you. And, and uh, him and I have been friends ever since, and we've worked together uh, a ton and um, done a lot of charity together. And, uh, and you know, I just love that's It just makes our community so much stronger when mm-hmm. we all have these connections. Yeah. You and I see you out, and we have, we have fun, get, you know, little chats here and there. And yeah. uh, it's awesome. It's, uh, we live in an amazing place. All right. Random Is that question. the question? Well, I think the answer to that question was the best advice was to live and Just everything. Live. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Every day. All right. Random question number two. How do you measure success? Oh, that, that one's easier. Measuring success is based on um, how you make people feel. And, uh, you know, it's um, and how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, life is about experiences. It's not about stuff. So. When people measure based on, you know, the size of their house, um, the, the the cost of their car or their fancy clothes or their haircut or whatever. Hey, hey, um, hey, 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 hey. Hey, you look fantastic. Um, but uh, but that's that's uh, that's one type of measure. Um, it's one I don't agree with. Uh, the, the way you measure success is um, how you how you make people feel, how you feel, and um, and how you contribute to society. Uh, we're we're here for a short freaking time. And uh, there's nothing that I would love more than when I'm gone for, for, for people to say, hey, I made an impact in their lives or in the community. And, and um, I think that's the, that's the measure. And I think you've got that going pretty, pretty good for you yeah, right now. I, uh, I, I don't do it for that because um, I get more out of giving back than, um, than anybody I've ever given to. Um, I feel... I get goosebumps of these kinds of things, but I, I honestly feel so freaking blessed and lucky um, to be able to do what I do and to live the way I live and to be able to help others and for people to have confidence in me. I get I get texts and, and calls every week for people who need help, advice, or who want to give back and are looking for ways to do it, which part of what I do it draws people in. Uh, to oh, I know. I, I've, I've reached out you to you for that. You have in more, many occasions, yeah. actually. Um, what, a, what an awesome... Uh, an awesome feeling. So I, I just get so much from it that um, I love to do it. And it, it's addictive. I want to do more and uh, I do as much as I can. That is not a skill set that everybody has that, that ability to bring people in. So I'm, I, I do truly believe that if you can, you should. And that that's across the board. That's across the, you. If you can, you should. And I'm so glad that you can, and you are. Well, I, I appreciate it. I um, um, I learned early on that I, at first I, I kind of was quiet about you know things I was doing, and I, I felt you know um, I didn't wasn't something you talk about. And I learned, and I don't remember how I learned it. Probably just because of the success of when I did talk about things. That the best thing we can do as we're giving back and trying to make a difference is to share that. And it's not sharing it to brag that that's something that you oh look what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You're sharing it to get more people to help so that when I do need help, I instantly have, I mean, there is not one thing that I put out on social media that I need help for that I don't get exactly what I need by doing it. So, but I built that. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have just happened. I built that over time. Um, so that's one great thing about talking about giving back and, and, and talking about what you're doing to make a difference. The other is, you, and my goal has always been to try and inspire everybody. My, my, if I were to say I have a goal, my goal would be for everybody that, that I touch in our community and surrounding communities or even in communities abroad because I have friends you know, around the world, luckily, um, is um, if, what, if they see things that we're doing and say, wait, we can do that here. And like when I did the gift card thing for the food truck, mm-hmm. remember I was giving away, I was buying gift cards, blah, 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 raising money for that. I had people from other communities and other states saying, hey, I want to do that. How do I do it? I'm like, well, you just go do it. But here, I'll tell you. Um, but how awesome is that? Yeah. So so talking about it is a good thing because you're inspiring and you're bringing help. And and now, yeah, I know that I'm, I'm a voice for that. But but I use that voice. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very, um, I take it extremely seriously. Um, when people give me resources to help others, um, I take it very seriously to make sure that every penny that's ever brought my way is given to what I say it's going to. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that's why I think it continues to grow and be this thing where, hey, um, people, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? As soon as I throw it out there. Um, I love it. It's freaking awesome. Well, and with the gift cards, uh, I, I wasn't sure how to, 
I was trying to figure out how to help out, you know, the businesses and people who were in need. And you posted, you know, get the gift cards and I'll be collecting them. And so I, I went over to Oat Soda and I, I was buying some gift cards. And I was, you know, when I, w- I was trying to buy like $50 gift cards and um, Jennifer was like, look, 40 bucks, they get a whole meal. And then they don't have this extra like $10 sitting around. Uh, are you, and I, I told them what I was doing it for. And that's why, you know, they were telling me all this information. So I was able to get more gift cards. And then, you know, I happened to see you passing uh, Wine Social and I was able to just get them to you. It was a very small town moment right there. And it was, awesome. it was great because that's how, and it's just a conversation these right now for you. It's a conversation to get people rallied and moving together and, we were over over. I, I don't remember the numbers. I have to look back, but we were over ten grand. I, I want to say, even maybe thirteen, fourteen in um, in money that went to our local restaurants. And and yeah, that and happened because cards. you posted. It was and just you. an idea. I was trying to buy. It was what some of my friends' restaurants were closed. I'm friends with most of the owners in town, and they were forced to be closed, and they're hurting, and mm-hmm. uh, or they were carry out only, and yep. they were hurting. Yep. And um, and then I'm working this food truck every day. I'm like, God, these people. They don't get to go out and eat. They're here lined up for hours sometimes to get food. Like, what if I, you know, raise some money and get some gift cards to local places? And what was super cool about that, and I'm not going to get into the names because I don't remember all of them, but I would say about half of the restaurants would give me a few extra. Some would even double my donation. Um, so I might buy $500 in cards. They'd give me 1000 And so um, we got so much mileage out of that. Because some of the restaurants were doing better during those times. Some of them were really struggling. But even the ones that were really struggling were giving me extras. And uh, and then when we gave them out at the, um, I mean, everybody that went through that line was getting food car- or mm-hmm. cards. And I went out and kind of did it randomly. Um, and I did it for weeks. And it was just such an amazing, um, such a great feeling. People were so thankful. I mean, people in tears going, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, we haven't been able to go out to eat or order food out in so long. It's, you know, so kind. It was a, it was one of those win win mm-hmm. again as I mentioned earlier. Anything we can do that can help on multiple fronts is that's where the money's at. That's that's the gold uh, the golden ticket. The that's the I don't know. Come up with your own. Uh, well, and you are the catalyst. You are the idea guy, and you are the catalyst. And uh, you you are a very humble and uh, generous guy. And you probably will try to push it off on. Oh no, it's you know it was the community. But no, that was your idea. There's nothing that I could do though without the community. That's what what I love is that um, I'm, I might be a voice and I'm a little obnoxious, uh, but um, yeah, okay, uh, I can see it. There's no argument there. <laughs> um, but but boy, um, you know when we when I when I because I've got whatever this following or, or built this up, people trust me to to, to uh, be a good steward. I just dropped a ton of stuff off back at the church because people donated a bunch of extra stuff, um, and was able to give them just boxes and boxes of of goods that they have a little store there for people in need through Woodside. Um, it's just incredible. So I, I'm so thankful to all of you, to you, our business community. And what I would say is for those businesses that haven't jumped into this yet, it's so easy to just incorporate it as part of your culture. And it's good for your staff. It's good for your soul. Um, I know that's cheesy, but it's not. It really is good for your soul. And um, and, it, and it makes our community stronger. And uh, so um, I would anybody ever ever is looking for a way to give back or get involved you reach out to me i promise you i'll pull you into something and um and i don't care if you're a competitor uh whatever we're all in this together and uh we all should be uh making a difference that's our responsibility as uh as you know people living in a pretty good place at a pretty good time all right can you read that one this is what i'm asking Mm -hmm. you so sarah what movie have you seen multiple times? Well, oh, I've already I've already answered that one. You're gonna have to look at past. I'm gonna ones. say like I don't know, old school or Saving Private Ryan. I'm kind of all over the spectrum. You didn't ask. What advice would you give your younger self? Chill the f out. <laughs> that's that. That's I think I I share that. Yeah, yeah. I think cool. that's all that needs to be said on that one. Well, there you go. Geez, see, you're a very different uh, interviewee than I am. You just said it and it was done. For me, I've got to bloviate for uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes each question. I used to be paid by the hour in pretty much For what? Words. Sarah? Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, no, I'm not the interviewee anymore. <laughs> All right. Have you ever screamed in terror only to find out that it was really nothing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, screamed in terror, I don't, you know, 
lucky there wasn't recording there. I think um, one that I can remember clearly as I was sitting with my kids um, in my old house, uh, um, you know, my last house, and um, we're watching TV um, in my room one night and uh, saw something scuttling across the floor. And uh, it turns out it was a bat, like walking, um, like with the wings. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident I screamed like a a girl that night. Um, Yep. So we had to get the bat. turned out we had bats in the attic as well. Had to do a whole thing. It was if you see one bat, you have more than one bat. So that's uh, what I learned in going through that bat um, process. But, uh, yeah, that I probably screamed like a girl then. Yeah, yeah. There, there's probably other times but oh, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. not going to break down 50 times that no, I no, like no. a girl. No. Um that's probably not going to be good for me. Oh, that's that's yeah. perfectly all right. Thank you. <laughs> well, you are for for um in this is going to sound extraordinarily cheesy, Matt, but uh you are very inspiring and mm-hmm. I for me, I think uh you're you're just fantastic. Well, and I don't say that a lot about a lot of people. Well, um, I hope you at least say it to all your interviewees, because now it's going to be pretty awkward if you don't. I know it is. But, um, you know, if I start, then it dilutes it. So. I haven't seen all of them. I've got to go back. I want to see. I, I've watched uh, some of yours uh, start to finish. Some I've seen bits. But um, there's some, like, i got to see. I haven't seen the Jair man, who's one of my close uh, buddies. I was talking to him right before I walked in. So I want to I want to see that one. Uh, Kenny. I'd like to see Kenny and uh, his take. He's uh, He can... He can uh, he can talk a little bit too. Oh, I found that m- most most of the interviewees that can can talk. Yeah, can talk. Yeah, yeah, I know. So you just give us a platform. We could sit here for for hours. Yeah, I mean, hey, I might uh, make you come back next. No, I'm kidding. Next, we can finish everything up. But we've got a few more minutes. Um, so I want to open this uh, the floor to you. I know we we really talk. We've got some deep dives into community um, opportunities and things that you do. But if there's anything else you would like to discuss or bring up or give well, shout-outs to? Well, I mean, I did hit on, but just as a reminder, if you need help with food or you know somebody who does, every Monday, Woodside Bible Church right here at Canterbury Village. Um, you know, I'd recommend you get there closer to 8, but uh, about 9 or a little after, we start filling cars, and that's uh, free, no questions asked. Um, the shoe drive, this will probably be a little too early for. Um, I've got... Um, uh, right now, if you if you live in the community and you watch the fireworks, please jump on and donate. Um, trying to rally uh, that, which is a community effort, and we have uh, one of the best fireworks show uh, in the country. Uh, we've been rated that, and um, but it's a grassroots effort. So if you get to enjoy them, you know, even if it's just a few bucks, uh, every bit helps. So I'd appreciate that. Uh, you can jump, follow my Facebook, and you can see where to donate. Uh, uh, Greg Rogers, if you go to his Facebook, he's got he's sharing it every day. Um, real men wear pink's coming up. So, uh, mark your calendars. We haven't quite, I kind of set the date for a huge kickoff. We're bringing, um, I think, yeah, I think I'll share it. We're going to bring boobs, tubes, and dudes back. Uh, so that we did two years ago at uh, Greens Park. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to move it to, um, Tommy's Lake because okay. we can get it, do a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have, uh, we're going to have a bar. We're going to have live music. It's going to be a fun, fun day. Uh, raising money to help those fighting breast cancer. But um, one of my mantras when it comes to charity is that it's got to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I used to do a lot of the, you know, sponsorships where you sit and you're at a banquet and oh, you get up and wave or get up and say a few words at the podium. And um, I, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's not my kind of charity. If, if you're coming to my stuff, we're probably going to have a cocktail. Uh, we're probably going to be, you know, dancing, singing, laughing, and, um, uh, me that's kind of where the magic happens because you really connect to people and um it's not a chore so when you're spending money uh you're donating but you're also having a ball and so uh keep an eye out for um the real men wear pink uh, real men of orion uh this year uh there'll be five of us so mm-hmm. we're gonna have to raise more money we're gonna be doing some fun things so we've got some shenanigans planned great team uh jordan knudson um garrett hoffman Ryan Mansfield's joined us this year, as well as Johnny Carson, John Carson. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of music and uh, fun mixed into this year. Wonderful. Uh, I'll post, uh, I'll get that information from you, and I'll post it with this uh, Yeah, it's a little early for that. We're still working details, but I'll, I'll give you the basics, and we will be putting together a volunteer committee. Uh, we've got that and that's a lot of fun, too, because 
Thank you so much, Matt, for being on, and we will see you guys about town. Have a good one.